Hello there, you Awakening Wonders on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download your podcasts. We really appreciate you, our listeners, and want to bring you more content. We will be delivering a podcast every day, seven days a week. Every single day, you'll get a detailed breakdown of current topics that the mainstream media should be covering. But if they are covering, they're amplifying establishment messages and not telling you the truth. Once a week, we bring you in-depth conversations with guests like Jordan Peterson, RFK Jr., Sam Harris, Vandana Shiva, Gabor Mate, and many more. Now enjoy this episode of Stay Free with Russell Brand. Remember, there's an episode every single day to educate and elevate our consciousness together. Stay free and enjoy the episode. We know now that authoritarianism is on the rise. It's not in the form of militant dictatorships, but technological dictatorships, always seemingly in order to advance your safety and your convenience. As in today's story, the federal government paid media organisations to promote vaccines during the pandemic. It's as simple as that. During the time where people that were hesitant, suspicious about new untrialed medications were shamed and told that they shouldn't be allowed admission into hospitals, amidst the plethora, almost too numerous to count of untruths around whether or not they prevented transmissions or even were trialed, where it came from, whether or not certain information was repressed or suppressed, whether young people needed to take it, how effective booster shots were, whether or not deaths were being recorded properly, whether or not adverse injuries, all of that stuff. Additionally, your government, that means your money, because remember, your government's money is your money. They don't have any independent money, and when they get it, they invest it pretty quickly in the stock market, let me tell you. Curiously, into big pharma companies. They were spending taxpayer dollars promoting vaccines through the media. This is an extraordinary story in Revelation. It's not been widely reported. I wonder why that would be. Perhaps because it shows that the government and the legacy media are cooperating to bring about conditions where ordinary people have limited access to information and are exposed to information that is subsequently proven to not be true. Let's get into this story. Remember, we stream every day at these times. We'd love you to join us there because this movement needs to move. Fast. So this first commercial was paid for by the Department of Health and Human Services. Or another way of saying that is you, you paid for this. Luis and Roberta think they got COVID at dance class. Mike thinks he got it at his family reunion. Nancy blames the carpool. One thing they have in common, their natural immunity has worn off. Natural immunity is worn off. Natural immunity will do that to you. Just wears off. Unlike this vaccine that we're paying for, you're paying for, and this advert that we're paying for, you're paying for, it never wears off. It's 98% effective. Sorry. Look, don't ask questions about percentiles. What do you want us to start passing audits like the Pentagon? The Pentagon never pass audits, and they're not involved in the funding. Oh. But they can restore their protection with an updated vaccine. Because getting COVID again means risking long COVID or even hospitalization. Let me know in the comments if you can think of any other situations that might lead to hospitalization or worse. Get your updated vaccine because COVID can be anywhere. <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> That's their slogan. That, at least, I agree. We can do this. We can do whatever the hell we want. And you'll pay for it. What an extraordinary world. What an extraordinary story. Let's look at the details now and see if it can help us adapt our worldview, awaken and oppose the kind of corruption that seems all too present continually. Mainstream media's nearly monolithic coverage of mRNA vaccines and other COVID measures can be at least partially explained by a clear financial interest. Yes. 
Recently, a Freedom of Information Act request filed by the conservative media company The Blaze found a number of major media outlets were paid to promote the COVID vaccine. Such venues included, and get ready for a list of the usual suspects, The Washington Post, Los Angeles Times, NBC, CNN, Fox News and several others. Oh the whole of the legacy media. The Blazes report received little coverage, even in conservative media, perhaps because some of those outlets were also paid by HHS, the Department of Health and Human Services, ideologically predisposed to criticize government-fueled narratives on the pandemic. As the Blaze reports, hundreds of news organizations were paid by the federal government to advertise for the vaccine as part of a comprehensive media campaign. This is a media campaign, it's comprehensive. Well, I can't comprehend it, it seems corrupt and incomprehensible. According to documents the Blaze obtained from the Department of Health and Human Services, they have to use Freedom of Information Act rights and legislation to get it. This information is not freely available. You have to go, give us the information. Come on, give it his freedom. You don't need this information. Can't we tell you in 75 years when you're all dead? The Biden administration purchased ads on TV, radio, in print, and on social media to build vaccine confidence, timing this effort with the increasing availability of the vaccines. Vaccine confidence should be related to vaccine efficacy and transparency. Wouldn't you agree that your confidence in any government project ought to be based on transparency, authenticity, integrity, or do you just want to be told stuff, denied access to all of the information, and shamed if you don't participate? The latter would be more effective and work more quickly. Well, just do that then. During the vaccine rollout, the Biden administration made a number of efforts to bolster vaccination rates. They certainly did. My God, do you remember all the dancing about, the musicals, the singing, the shaming? It was extraordinary. You've probably forgotten it's happened because you're traumatized and you've parked it somewhere. But believe me, it happened. The US Department of Health and Human Services COVID-19 public education campaign states they employed both paid advertising and media interviews, presentations, radio, TV tours, and other public events to educate people about the importance of vaccination. The word educate there. I'm just gonna educate you about the importance of vaccinations. And now we're gonna educate you about the importance of prison. Here is the legacy media literally presenting information <laughs> as if it was news, when in fact it was propaganda. If by propaganda you mean information that was paid for by the state and was not revealed to be state-sponsored information in order to exert mind control? Is that a good definition? Well, I don't know if this is a good definition. Colin, mocking anti-vaxxers, COVID deaths is ghoulish, yes, but may be necessary. <laughs> that was it, they went in hard. Yes, it's ghoulish. Once you acknowledge something's ghoulish, you can't continue with it. It is ghoulish, isn't it? Yes, so, but necessary. What? It's something that a ghoul would do. <laughs> That's the risen dead. We've got to deal with the actual dead, some of whom died very suddenly for some reason. The HHS website contains public access to all vaccine campaign advertisements for media outlets and beyond. One Pass advertisement promotes COVID vaccination in children featuring a montage of selected medical doctors stating in unison, we can all agree on this, you can trust the COVID vaccine for yourself or your kids or your grandkids. I mean it from the heart. Yeah, we're going to need a rewrite on that because, uh, well, it's not necessary for kids. Uh, the grandparents might not be in a position to say this and the heart is in particular jeopardy. Could we say we mean it from the gut? In another ad directed to parents, HHS selection of doctors state, we want you to know COVID vaccines are safe and effective. That's what we want you to know. My grandkids are vaccinated. What's not safe is getting COVID. Well, God, geez, let me know in the chat. What would you rather have at this point, COVID 
or a vaccination. Is it ethical for the government to dubiously claim COVID vaccines are uniformly beneficial for kids and contracting COVID is far less safe than getting your child double vaccinated? No such randomized clinical evidence exists, suggesting the benefits of the COVID vaccine outweigh the harms in young cohorts with a nearly zero risk of serious outcomes. Moreover, is it ethical for either party for the federal government to advertise such medical misinformation on platforms allegedly committed to investigating the truth and holding the powerful accountable? The answer is no, it isn't. Particularly not during that misinformation, malinformation tirade, that time of censorship of true information, the closing down of debate. This is astonishing that this is happening isn't it? A new government ad on the HHS website now promotes the updated COVID vaccine. It falsely claims the new booster shot prevents long COVID and hospitalization when the only available evidence from Pfizer and Moderna are rat studies and a 50-person trial with an unexplained 2% rate of serious adverse events. They've got some rats and 50 people. You know if you see like a poll on the news where it says 50% say that Joe Biden, you look at the bottom, it's like 1,500 people. You think, that's not enough to take seriously in a country of 200 million. 50 people and some rats. Okay, we're gonna need 50 people. You'll do. And some rats. Sir, 2% of these rats and people are inexplicably dead. Well, nevertheless, it's a damn fine product and I'd recommend it for my kids and grandkids. That's from the heart. <coughs> Sorry, the heart. Wait, give me... Oh, God, I'm not feeling too good. Get me another rat! Rather than critically covering such propagandistic attempts to promote a longitudinally ineffective therapeutic with a 1 in 800 serious adverse event rate, major media outlets allowed the federal government to freely spread its misinformation on their platform. We can't continue to bring you this revelatory content without your consciousness and your continuing awakening about these guys. A little gang that we know as Sticker Mule. Sticker Mule provides satisfaction, yes, in the form of stickers and also in the form of the unleashing of the stickers themselves. We've teamed up with them again to create 10,000 of these limited edition packs. There are six stunning designs. Look, you might get the crow. You might get this one that's sort of kind of 80s. I love these things. They're all made with Sticker Mule's magic touch. There are 10,000 of them. That's right, 10,000, ready to deliver to your home absolutely free. How do I do this? Do I have to go on some sort of quest? Do I have to overcome my inner demons? Do I have to become awakened and enlightened? All of those things are true. You do have to do them. But to get these stickers, just go to stickermule.com forward slash Russell and fill in the form that stickers will come. Let me know in the chat when you've got your stickers. Let me know where you're going to stick them. Stickermule.com forward slash Russell. Fill out the form. Come on, let's get back into this content. The New York Times reporting on vaccine-induced myocarditis, for example, downplayed the side effects at every site and compared it to misleadingly higher rates of COVID-induced myocarditis. A study finds that myocarditis is more common after COVID than vaccination. Second vaccine doses raise the risk of myocarditis in young men, but the condition remains very rare. Researchers find a higher than expected risk of myocarditis in young men after full vaccination. Do you remember that period where we felt like, are they saying that COVID causes side effects that are caused by the vaccine? Do you remember that bit of the pandemic cycle? For over two years, the media and government officials have been peddling dangerous misinformation. The very sin they accuse the conspiracy web of committing about COVID-19 posing a higher risk to young people than the vaccine. Instead of examining age, gender, and health stratified risk-benefit ratios, they elementarily look at aggregate data and cherry-pick seemingly beneficial outcomes to justify their everyone-should-get-vaccinated campaign. A few of the umpteen examples. CNBC, myocarditis risk higher after COVID infection than Pfizer or Moderna vaccination, CDC finds. Reuters, higher risk of heart complications from COVID-19 than vaccine study. CNN, pediatric cardiologist 
virologists explain myocarditis and why your team should still get a COVID-19 vaccine. The conversation, myocarditis, COVID-19 is a much bigger risk to the heart than the vaccination. Oh no. Every time I think we've reached a new depth of reporting and propaganda and misinformation in this issue, some more information comes out and I sincerely believe that's why independent media is being censored because they can't keep up with the rate of revelation anymore. Even though we all have this collective amnesia, which is probably a side effect, and aren't willing to really countenance what's happened in the last three years because it's sort of almost too terrible to take on board. One of the most discrediting media assault campaigns grew in opposition to Joe Rogan's claim in a June 2021 podcast that healthy 21-year-olds didn't need the vaccine. Over two years later, Rogan's judgment has been vindicated as it was at the time, given the 0.003% mortality risk among 20-year-olds and unusually high rates of myocardial and menstrual-related vaccine adverse events. However, the mainstream media ecosystem conducted a fierce reputational decapitation in response to Rogan's impermissible dissent from the CDC and Pfizer edicts. Let's, for a moment, just hold in our minds the reality that the government paid the legacy media to report favourable information. They suppressed information that was true but not favourable, and they smeared and attacked dissenters for telling the truth. Is there anything they won't do? Let me know in the chat and the comments. Let me know if you think that it's possible that even I have been subject to these kind of attacks because of the reporting that we have done on this channel, because we have connected to an independent audience, because we have participated in helping to construct a narrative that's given people the ability to at least choose whether or not they want to be obedient and compliant or a little more circumspect when it comes to their own bodily autonomy. Think too about Novak Djokovic, how he he was continually vilified and attacked and harangued. The people said that it was about public opinion. It's not public opinion, it's media opinion. And we now know that the media is paid for by Pfizer, is paid for by the government, and it's about controlling the public sphere, not safety, not health, not wellness. They're promoting information that is dangerous. They are censoring information that is sensible. What is going on? What's just happened in the last three years? It's almost too big for me to comprehend, like the perhaps apocryphal galleons sighted by the native people of what is now Central and Latin America. They see the ships on the horizon. It's too much. It's too much to take on board. Corruption on this scale is difficult to countenance, difficult to comprehend. Even if what we're talking about, even if what it should have been is, look, we think these medications might be useful for this part of the population. You should probably be careful if you're part of this. It's extraordinary what's taken place. It's extraordinary. And I don't think that this mentality has been purged. I don't think we could by any means say, oh, that'll never happen again, because there's been no reckoning. There's been no acknowledgement of culpability. No one said, sorry about all of that. That was ridiculous. Joe Rogan was correct. Uh, Jay Bacharya was correct. All those people were correct. We're now just going to get on with the business of holding muted inquiries and having little lawsuits here and there that will prevent the true story getting out. Meanwhile, a whole raft of censorship laws and smear campaigns have been launched against dissenters across the world. Is this a coincidence? Let me know in the chat. Here's an example of one of the headlines from the time that Joe Rogan was attacked. And here are some others. The Washington Post. Joe Rogan is using his wildly popular podcast to question vaccines. Experts are fighting back. Do you remember there was that petition apparently from 300 doctors and then they looked into that and those people weren't even doctors. It's crazy. 
crazy. The Atlantic, Joe Rogan show may be done, but is it actually deadly? Oh my God, they were telling the truth. This is propaganda. This is coordinated. How does this happen to people? Today, Dr. Fauci says Joe Rogan is incorrect to tell young people not to get vaccinated. I think Fauci was incorrect to go around the various government agencies disparaging the lab leak theory when it increasingly seems like that's exactly how this whole process began and they indeed participate in the funding of that very lab. This is astonishing. NBC, Joe Rogan's COVID vaccine misinfo matters. This is important, actually. This is why we've all got to really care about this. Well, they failed, didn't they? But believe me, that mentality has not gone away. If you are a dissenting voice, you will be attacked. If you're an individual communicating online, you'll likely be censored. Let us know in the chat if you've had your free speech impaired. And if you're a public figure, the attacks could be unprecedented, immersive, coordinated, and terrifying. The United States wasn't alone in spending large sums of taxpayer dollars to promote its agenda. The Trudeau government invested over $600,000 in hiring social media influences to advance federal directives, including the push for Canadians to get vaccinated and boosted. Here's a headline. Fed spent more than 600000 hiring influencers in 2021. As CTV reports, Health Canada spent the most on hiring influencers to promote government information. $130,600 was spent towards an influencer campaign in support of the COVID-19 vaccination marketing and advertising campaign. None of this is to mention Pfizer's vaccine campaigns, paying celebrities to rhapsodize about marvelously safe and effective mRNA inoculation. Travis Kelsey, a professional football player watched and revered by many young American men in particular, promoted getting the updated booster shot and flu vaccine in the same visit. Here's a story about that. The Washington Post, NBC and the New York Times should have held the Biden administration's feet to the fire for promoting experimental vaccines in all Americans, irrespective of risk and continued revelations regarding concerning side effects. They miserably failed to do so. The last standing bulwark against government propaganda and censorship is crumbling before our eyes, losing relevance by the month. Perhaps a solution for media institutions to earn back credibility is to critically cover federal agencies misinforming the public rather than take funds to promote their agendas. We have no reliable legacy, state or corporate media anymore. The only media that will question the type of narratives that benefit the establishment elite are independent media outlets. And I can tell you from personal experience, you will eventually be subject to attacks. They will find something, metastasize it, alter it, amplify it, exaggerate it, do coordinated campaigns to present information in the least favorable light, exaggerating, lying, combining. They'll use any technique they can to attack and destroy. This is a time that is, as this article says, unprecedented. It used to be the function of the media to hold the powerful to account. Now they work in absolute integration with one another. With new legislation being passed around the world to censor true information, to shut down hate speech, to grant the police in Ireland the ability to invade your home, to shut down speech in the UK, Canada, coming soon to the USA, across the EU. It is vital that a resistance movement form, that we individually and collectively find ways to overcome our cynicism and scepticism about culturally different groups and bind together against centralised authority. We know it by these signs. Do they try to shut down dissent? Do they smear? Do they want to censor? Do they want to control? Are they always promoting regulation that grants them the ability to shut down your freedom while never really affecting the ability of the globalist corporatist establishment to maraud around the planet and profiteering under the auspices of safety and security, usually veiled by the edicts of the WHO. Look at their treaty coming soon that will mean that their laws will apply in your nation. This is exacerbating fast. I think it is an important time in world history and I think every single one of us needs to be actively engaged in opposing the these measures wherever we can. But that's just what I think. More important than that, though, if you can, please stay free.
free. Thank you for choosing Fox News. No, here's the fucking news.